This podcast discusses some sensitive topics. If that's not for you, go ahead and skip this episode, or check out some of our other podcasts at syn.org.au. We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we broadcast loud and queer, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and recognise their own history as well as their queer history and community members. The voice for LGBTQ plus youth and music only on sin. This is Loud and Queer. Queer. Loud and Queer, the voice of queer youth and music on sin. My name's Elizabeth, my pronouns are she, her, I'm bisexual, and we're finally back live in the studio. We're currently recording on Wondery Land, and I would like to acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Hello, hello, I'm, I'm Marcy. Um, it's been a long time since I've last been on air for Loud and Queer. Um, I, I use the HG pronouns. Um, I'm Ooh, I'm at this moment. I am pansexual, very romantic, and yeah, it's as I said before. It's been such a long time since I last been on Loud and Queer, let alone in the studios live. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done this. But if like if you want to reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram, you can reach our socials um, at SinLoud. That's at S Y N Loud or Loud and Queer on Facebook. Coming up, we've got a whole range of things, um, including some very important. Um, his coverage. Yeah, we'll be discussing obviously the, we'll be going through our regular news whip. I'm Sammy, uh, as you know, who has been my uh, other co-host on the show for a lot of this. They helped record a bunch of the news for this week, so they'll be playing we'll be playing that in a moment. Um, we've also just be going to be going into just a big discussion about um, just a lot of the anti-queer stuff going on in the US lately. It's not great, so we just mm. thought we should just give our own thoughts on it <laughs> yeah um followed we also have sammy also did an amazing interview um with sunny dial who's the creator of the alternative queer party bones with a Z. um and also then finally of course we're going to go through our froth or not so a lot on this show today yes indeed and i i look forward to once again doing a froth or not segment like <laughs> it's been it's been so long um i'm glad to be back here again and very excited for today's episode. Oh, you said it. <laughs> um, we'll jump into our first song now um, for to sort of celebrate the fact that we're back now. Um, so here is Doing It Different by Arona May, Dancing Water, and Shantan Watan Ichiban. I apologize, I mispronounced that. But yep, this is Loud and Queer. Enjoy. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to Loud and Queer. I'm with your host Marcy and Liz. Um, you just listened to "Doing It Different" by Arona May, "Dancing Water," and Shotan Watani Jiban. That was a great song. Um, now we're just going to jump into our news whip now. Um, just as a quick content warning before we start that and everything, um, the news for this one will discover um, excessive force by police, uh, identity suppression, and mentions of suicide in a study. So um, if you're not comfortable with that, I highly recommend just skipping this for a little bit and coming back to it a bit later on. Um, but otherwise, we'll jump into that now. So um, take it away, pre-recorded Sammy. <laughs> this is Loud and Queer. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Loud and Queer News. I'm Sammy, coming to you here from Narunga country. And uh, yeah, it's been two weeks since we've done the news. So some of this might seem a bit old, but we haven't had the chance to cover it on the show before. 
So here we go. Content warnings for this one, mention of police violence, uh, identity suppression, and brief mentions of suicide in a study. So yeah, jumping into national news now. Last Saturday, New South Wales police arrested four people for allegedly entering the pitch during the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras parade at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Whistleblowers, activists, and Community Alliance, a grassroots community group, shared a video of their whacker mate being dragged off by police, seen wearing a shirt reading, No Cops at Pride. A statement by Pride in Protest reads, Three protesters associated with WACA protested the presence of police in the parade, and two successfully marched on the grounds with a banner saying no pride in police violence, until they were removed by cops. A third was forced into a painful hold for no discernible reason before being dragged away said Pride in Protest. The police and corrective services are a leading perpetrator of violence towards First Nations peoples and have had a long history of over-policing minorities. This is why we've seen the police removed from Pride marches in Brisbane and Auckland and large-scale campaigns around Mardi Gras and Midsummer Pride for their removal, added Pride in Protest. Including contingents from the New South Wales Police, there were over 160 groups that marched in the parade. A few hours before the Mardi Gras parade, hundreds gathered at Taylor Square to demand the decriminalization of sex work, the withdrawal of the Religious Discrimination Bill, and increased investment in social services. Organized by the Community Action for Rainbow Rights and Pride in Protest. A speaker at the rally, Tamil refugee activist Dr. Selvarit Nam, called LGBTQI refugees the most marginalized of marginalized communities. They face a triple whammy of persecution from the state for their ethnicity, but also for their gender and sexual identity. But then in addition, they face persecution within their own communities. Mardi Gras board director and PIP member Wei Tai Haynes stated, the sex workers marched alongside the 78ers protesting against the police for their rights and for the rights of the queer community. Here we are today, sex workers loud and proud, protesting for our rights once again, because we do not have them yet. And now moving on to international news, a Florida student was indefinitely suspended for organizing a statewide walkout in protest of the state's Don't Say Gay bill. More than 500 students and students from 20 other schools participated in the demonstration by walking out of class at 9.30 a.m. After the rally, the student was told by school administration that he was suspended, asked to collect his things, and was escorted off campus immediately. Reflecting on the protest, the student said, I am proud of who I am and I am proud of all those protesting these regressive bills. We must let our politicians know that no matter how hard they try, they cannot suppress our identities or silence our voices. The bill was passed by the Florida House of Representatives, 69 to 47 on February 24th, and prohibits classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity. And now moves on to the Florida Senate. And finally, a new study has found that access to gender-affirming care significantly cuts the risk of suicide and depression in trans kids. Conducted by researchers at the University of Washington, 104 transgender and non-binary children aged between 13 and 20 had their mental health monitored over the course of a year. According to the researchers, there were 60% lower odds of depression and 73% lower odds of suicidality. The following year, among kids who received puberty blockers and or gender-affirming hormone treatment, compared to kids who had not. The study also showed that participants who were unable to start these medications within three to six months of their first appointment with a medical provider had a two to three-fold increase in depression. The study's lead author, Diane Todoff, and co-author Aaron Colan wrote, findings suggest that delays in prescribing hormones and puberty blockers may worsen mental health symptoms for trans youth, 
with Toldoff later stating, our study builds on what we have already seen from an already staggering amount of scientific research. Access to gender-affirming care saves trans youth's lives. And if any of those stories were uh, distressing to you, I'll let you know about some helplines and resources you can access. So you can call Lifeline at 13 11 14. You can call QLife at 1-800-184-527, and they also have an online chat. And Sammy, for reading off all that for us, we really appreciate it. There was a lot to cover there. <laughs> yeah, um, and thank you for including those uh, help, like those resources. Uh, anyone listening, if you want to um, get like, if you want to reach out to anyone or any organisations regards to what you've heard, um, those helplines again are Lifeline 131114, QLife 1-800-184-527, Kids Helpline 1-800-55-1800, rainbowdoor.org.au, and also QLife, they also have an online um, functionality as well, if you want to look them up as well. Yeah, um, so now we're going to jump into our next song break for the show. Here is Magic by Luna Lai. Um, you're listening to Loud and Queer. Welcome back to Loud and Queer on Sin with your hosts, Marcy and Liz. Um, you just listened to Magic by Luna Lai. Um, we're now going to jump into our fir- like one of our topics for today. As I'm sure many of our fellow queers are aware of right now, the US is going through quite a lot with a very significantly large amount of anti-queer legislation going through, the most infamous of which being obviously the Don't Say Gay bill in Florida, which is... You know, a bit annoying to say the least. We thought we'd just kind of talk about it. Yes, indeed. And and Sammy has again come through and like helped with the research as well for this. So <laughs> thank 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 you again. Um, just gonna just gonna read some uh, very important like like fact points about this. Um, so mm. as mentioned, like like the Florida state le- le- legislature has recently passed a bill that would ban discussion of LGBTQ plus identity in classrooms and for school authority figures to out students to their parents. Louisiana is following a similar bill. And Idaho also passed a bill making it a felony for doctors to engage in treatment such as hormone blockers and other GAC with a max penalty of life in prison. But this is, this is like, like like this has pretty low odds of passing further through Senate, thankfully. Um, but still, Indeed. still stressing this is happening to begin with. Oh yeah, it's just it's just really disheartening, and I just feel bad for people that everyone that lives in those states, like because so many people are affected by laws like that. Like obviously, in, with in Florida, you have um, teachers that can't talk about these issues, even if they are very passionate about it, and students that don't feel. Like they won't feel seen, they won't feel recognised, and they just don't won't feel like they belong anywhere. Which, mm-hmm. you know, school and home are places where you're meant to feel f- safe. And if you don't feel safe in one place, you should hope you can feel safe in the other. So, having school suddenly become this place that is so hostile and ig- exclusionary of like your identity is just really disappointing to see. Well, not even disappointing, but like, like really upsetting. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And in this day and age as well, like like but like just still seeing this, like still seeing people like group like 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 just trying to systemically still like just up like just pass through so many so many things that just would hurt so many people and so many groups are already marginalized. Like it hurts so many so many people is just I I can I can't process it honestly. Like 
Yeah, the thing that's always just upsetting to me is just like, they're not doing anything to you. Like, we're just people, we're just trying to live our lives and, you know, be happy with who we are, love who we want, and, you know, express ourselves the way we want to express ourselves. Why is that such a bad thing for so many people? It's just like, like what, like what have we done to them? It's, it's, it's an old, it's an audacity to like, like, like just, just seeing like what, because like, again, we haven't really, we haven't hurt anyone, like just by by trying to live our lives and trying to like, be more firm of our own identities. Like, why are are people trying to pass leg- legislation to make life more difficult? Again, it's something that I, I can't really process and I really hope that none of this legislation passes because it's just it's just a lot yes um, same with the Idaho bill like the fact like it's good that it's got like pretty low odds of it um getting through to the senate and everything but at the same time it's like it's already hard enough for like queer folk to like get proper medical care in the field especially like for trans or gender queer um like people out there that want that want to get like proper like hormones or gender affirming surgery to express themselves the way, they, the way they want to express themselves. So it's like, why is it making it any more difficult than it is? Like, if anything, like doctors are still getting their money. They're still getting the money for the surgery. It's like, so eh, it's like, why? <laughs> exactly. And it's not just been limited to to medicine as well like mm. iowa indiana missouri arizona alaska and kentucky are all trying to ban trans students from sports which is like it's an age-old idiotic conservative talking point that scott morrison was engaging with here ahead of a big election this year so mm. that's also a very concerning point oh yeah like even then, like, th- thinking back just a bit ago to um, the school in Brisbane, was it? Yeah, the school in Brisbane that was trying to pass all those, like, pass those rules to students where, like, to parents and students being just like, yeah, if your kid doesn't identify as a boy or, gir- as a boy or girl, um, tell them to leave. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it just blows my mind at that point. Like, why are we still stuck in such, like, age-old... Um, in such old like beliefs like like obviously like there's the whole thing of like honoring religion and tradition and everything but i'm of the firm belief that if you a religion or tradition hurts other people in this day and age then it's got to be left behind like it shouldn't be kept around any longer than it needs to because it's hurting other people and that's not right yeah like that's it's a reason why, like, after I, I left, like, like, hi, like primary high school, because I was taught, like, with a lot of, like, like, cap, the Catholic education and all that, mm. that I still wind up ending, end up being, like, well, there's so many problems currently with religion with Catholicism. It's just, I just, it's not like, like, currently I'm agnostic, and part, that's a large reason why. It's just, I see so many people using religion as a means to, oppress and hurt so many people it's just i can't be involved with a movement that just tries and tries and do do, do that to people religious trauma hey no. <laughs> sorry it, <laughs> it, it's all right i just it it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of things happening and bathrooms are once again also being targeted again no um, of course they are 
Like <laughs> Alabama is pushing bathroom, more bathroom BS, uh, another tired debate for our community, and Tennessee is once again a mess of anti-trans legislation. I'm just like, I feel so like it's tired it, and upset over it. it. Exactly. Like it's it's just easy to get so burnt out by all of it. Like there's a lot of people have like the idea that it's like. Once it becomes legal in the country, then all problems are solved. But it's not. Like, there's still so much discrimination that goes on behind the scenes and people that, like, will push for that in the workplace, in the medical field. My heart goes out to all, like, everyone in America going through all that stuff right now. Yeah. My my heart also goes out to them. And, like, being, being like, like... A, a transgender diverse individual like my, 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 myself and who is actively also trying to look for gender affirming affirming care and 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 like like hrt and that like just seeing all legislation like the the texas governor abbott trying like like calling director to invest to to investigate gse as child abuse like it's just a lot to deal with and while that was thankfully a return unconstitutional how that was able to even be considered something that could be potentially being something that could be investigated in the first place. It's just, it's just mind boggling. Oh yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it just really is upsetting to so many people. And I just feel like it just, it, it just feels horrible. Like I just genuinely, there's just some, that kind of point you just kind of sit down and just go like, what the hell? Like why? <laughs> what, what is happening here? Like, like, obviously, there is still, like, a lot of good in the world that is happening, but it can also, like, it's fully understandable when you see all of this happening just to kind of sit down and go, like, what are we doing? Yeah. I'm I'm just hopeful that, like, things are, are done to, like, make sure that there's less anti-queer US legislation mm. and that more is done to support trans and gender diverse uh, people and and like L- the LGBTIQA plus community in the US like because like this kind of stuff is just it's it's despicable honestly just trying to mm. push this kind of anti-queer legislation like, yeah like on like on that note like to people that are listening um if you like want to find ways to help try and support people like I recommend look out for petitions like send word to send word to like uh like like heads in your in states like like make make your voice heard like support um like queer owned businesses like because when you show that support to people you show that like you're not standing with these kinds of bills and you like you want your the people's voices are being heard like it can seem like something small but it can mean the world to someone else which is so important yeah i I second that. Well, obviously this was a bit of a emotional sort of um, because this is very personal to us. This is a lot, and it's personal to a lot of people. So if you did find this talk like really upsetting, like I recommend like call Q Life at one eight hundred one eight four five two seven, Lifeline at one three one 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 four, or Rainbow Door on online. They're so so important, and if you do feel upset, please reach out to them because. You deserve to be heard. Um, so we'll go into our next song break now. Um, here is Mutual XO by Coda Banks. Yeah, need that XO coming over. Welcome back to Loud and Queer on Sing. you listen to there was Mutual XO by Coda Banks. 
Um, now we're going to jump into another interview, um, well, into an, an interview, not another one, <laughs> into an interview that Sammy um, Sunny Dahl, who is the creator of the alternative queer party Bones, which is spelled B-O-N-E-Z. Yeah, we'll jump into that right now. Uh, so once again, take it away, pre-recorded Sammy. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin. Joining us now on Loud and Queer is Sunny, creator and director of Bones, an alternative queer party celebrating and bringing together the community with a punk rock sensibility. Uh, Sunny, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Uh, no worries. Um, so yeah, how did Bones come about? Basically, uh, as a musician in the scene, I didn't really play many gigs to queer people. And I thought that there'd be a lot of um, queer bands that probably felt the same. So I just wanted to bring queer bands together with uh, people who like to listen to punk rock and alternative music. I wanted to create a really safe space for those people and bring them all together. Yeah, awesome. Um, I feel like this is probably an unusual way to find out about Bones, but I actually uh, found out about it through the music compilations, um, The Queers Are Here. Um, Oh, cool. Oh, that's amazing. I'm so glad. So, yeah, I think they're really great, like, resource people to figure, find some local music, especially uh, at Loud and Queer. We love it. So, yeah, could you mind talking a bit about, yeah, the, the Queers Here compilations? Yeah, um, I just started that basically to raise money for Black Rainbow, um, who are amazing. But I also wanted to um, raise money by promoting Australian queer artists because there's so many amazing queer artists out there. And, um, yeah, basically just wanted to get them out there while also raising money. Yeah, awesome. Um, so how are you feeling about this up-and-coming Bones party, especially given that, like, restrictions are kind of easing and changing more and more? Oh, it's super exciting. It just means that, you know, more people can be together. And unfortunately, with the restrictions, it means that a lot of people had to miss out on the, um, like, capacity restrictions stuff in venues. Like, tickets would sell out so fast, so... Now I'm really excited for more of the community being able to just be together in that safe space because there's only limited safe spaces for queer people, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm just really excited to, yeah, for more people to just be together and celebrate. And it's really exciting. It just means we get to put on bigger bands and have more people involved. Yeah, awesome. Um, so yeah, you've mentioned it a few times uh, already, but creating a, a safe space especially seems like a top priority at Bones. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Um, like as soon as people arrive, we have like free pronoun pins. So, you know, as soon as you walk into Bones, you are seen and you, you know, feel comfortable. Like that is that is our aim. And, you know, I'm always walking around trying to meet as many people as I can and make sure everyone's having a good time. And and our crowd are also just really awesome people. So it really is, yeah, a safe and inclusive space for everyone. And that is my biggest priority. Yeah, awesome. Um, so, yeah, I guess do you want to talk a bit about and hype up what's going to be happening on the 19th of March? Oh, I'm so excited. So it's our first themed event, which is an M MCR night, My Chemical Romance, who were like supposed to be touring at this time, but unfortunately their tour got cancelled. So I thought, well, let's still have a My Chemical Romance party anyway. So <laughs> we're basically having um, drag and burlesque that um, will be performing to My Chemical Romance songs, which is very exciting. Um, we've got some awesome live music and we've got lots of prizes as well for for most awesome outfits. So it's going to be a really good party. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, 
Yeah. So I guess where can people go online to find out more about Bones? Um, find us on Instagram, Bones with a Z, Bones Queer Party. Um, yeah, Instagram is super fun and it's easy to find everything else there where you'll find links to tickets, um, our other social media platforms and merch and um, our playlists as well. So yeah, find us on Instagram, Bones Queer Party. Yeah, fantastic. Um, anything else you want to add? Um, thank you for having me and thanks to everyone who has supported Bones so far. And um, I'm always keen to hear new bands. So if there's any awesome bands out there, hit me up. I want to hear you. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on to Latin Queer. Thank you, Sammy. Well, thanks, Sammy, for that. That was a fantastic interview that you did with Sunny. Um, if you are interested in party in yeah uh, with the Alternative Queer Party Bones, um, you can. It's going to be at Stay Gold on the 19th of March. You can check it out at on Instagram at Bones Queer Party, or just one word. Um, now we're going to um, be listening to another song. This is Fracture by Hexa. Um, Hexa is a non-binary gothic punk artist, and they will actually also be performing at Bones. So, um, yeah, tune in and enjoy the song. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin. I'm fit for a blessing. Welcome back to Loud and Queer on Sin. You're here with Marcy and Liz. Um, you just listened to Fracture by Hexa, who again will be performing at the uh, Bones, which is the alternative queer party happening on March 19th. But yeah, for now we're going to jump into our froth or not for the week. We've made the executive decision. We're just going to talk about our froths because, you know, bring up bring up the mood again. So um, Marcy, what's been your froth for this week? Ooh, okay. So my froth this week has been... Uh, so. For private little context, I've been organizing uh, for this little party at my uni for a while, a really big, like, fun, like, arty kind of, like, costume party. Um, the theme was Under the Stars, so lots of, like, sci-fi, cosmic, like, space, planets, stars, sparkly, shine kind of, like, costumes. And I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to wear a dress, because up to this moment, I've never worn a dress in public yes. before. So... Uh, went with my friends a little while ago to get a dress. Uh, like they they picked out the perfect um sequin dress, um perfect silvery like shining starry kind of dress. Oh, I always say you can't go wrong with sequins. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so, I wore that dress for the party. Um, was 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 hosting it. Um, well, like the co-hosting it uh, alongside the person I was also working with for for this and. It was a magical kind of experience. Like everyone was complimenting me about the dress. I everyone was like just starstruck, no pun intended, um, <laughs> from from the looks of it. And I I even like someone even let me borrow like one of the their their props, like an, an umbrella with stars, because it just suited the costume so well. And it was a really affirming moment because up and again up to the moment I never worn a dress before, and part of the reason why I was always afraid what people would think of me when I when I, if I were, were, were a dress in public and I was very glad with the response I got because I didn't really get anyone like downright saying you shouldn't be wearing a dress it looks ugly on you no 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 quite the contrary everyone was like oh my gosh like like and some people were even jealous and I was like oh my gosh like and it, overall like the number one thing I, I take away from that is 
I can wear a dress in public, it can look good on me, and I can keep doing that in the future because, like, it's something that I should be able to do, and people will be supportive of that, and yeah, it was a very, it was a very, very fun event and a very, very fun thing to froth about. Yeah, well, I can, I can hear that in your voice, and you showed me the picture of you before, and, like, you look absolutely so pretty in that, like, it's... Like, well, that's what, it's one of those wonderful things that you can have and having like a gender affirming moment like that is just so nice. And like the haters can you all just flick right off there. Like we don't need those, we don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm really happy for you for that. Like that is so nice. You get to wear like dresses more often now that you've had that like affirming thing. Like obviously like it'll take like baby steps and everything. Like, cause you obviously like, you always want to have the confidence with it and everything and that can come and go. But like, I have every confidence in you and like, I'm looking forward to seeing more outfits with you looking pretty in a dress. <laughs> I, I do too. And I've already picked out like five or six other dresses <gasps> to wear. Yes. Oh my God. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's what, it's what you deserve. It's what you deserve. You deserve to look really pretty. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the talk of dresses, I can I'll, I'll bring up my own and everything. Like people that uh, have listened through a bit while I've been on, you probably know that I'm really into cosplay and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah um, I recently um, bought from this one website like a medieval sort of green dress, and it's it's so pretty. I love it so much. Just like it's one of those dresses that kind of looks like you know one of those. When I put it on, I feel like a maiden walking through the woods, honestly, even though there's no woods around here. Like, you still, it's got that vibe to it, and it just makes me feel so happy to wear. Like, I'm pretty sure that website I bought it from, like, not promoting, but that was what I bought it from. I'm just, they're going to take all my money. I'm going to go buy more because they're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. They're very nice, but... Yeah, like, I guess on that, like, I've been doing a lot more stuff with cosplay. Like, I had to slow down for a bit right now just because... I have jobs and stuff to do, but like, it's been fun. Like currently I'm working on a, an Octavo cosplay, which if you don't know who that's from, I don't blame you. No one does. Um, they're the villain from the Nintendo Switch game, Cadence of Hyrule. Very fun game. I recommend you should play it if you haven't. It's very fun. <laughs> yeah. And I'm very excited to hear about your medieval like, like cosplay. Like just hear about anything cosplay related. It's just like something that just like, Brian's up my 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 this Brian's up the day really and <laughs> like it it does sound like you do take a lot of joy in it and I do hope you you continue with that and sometime like show me show me a cosplay like <laughs> and like cause, like I it's something that I've always want to get into as well and I think now that I am getting more involved with like just dressing with more confidence and. I would also love to do more cosplays as well. Yeah, well, I highly recommend it. It's always, like, so... I find it so much fun. Like, no matter what you start at, whether you, like, buy your, like, outfits online or you make them yourselves or you just, like, do a closet cos cos cosplay, which, if you don't know what that means, it's just, like, using whatever you have to put together a cosplay that looks somewhat similar to that, to the character you're doing, you're portraying as, and whether you're incredibly accurate or you do your own interpretation, like... Cosplay is for everyone, and it, it doesn't have to be a job. It can doesn't have to. You don't have to do it for likes on like Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Just do it. I just do it because it's fun. So you should do it because it's fun too. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's my promotion promoting cosplay just in general. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, um, we'll probably wrap up now. Uh, we're going to jump into our next song break for um, the show. Um, here is Time's Up by Sicko. Welcome back to Loud and Queer on Sin with Marcy and Liz. You just listened to Time's Up by Sicko, which lovely song. Um, so now, obviously, we're nearing the end of the show now. So basically today, obviously, we had our froth or not. We had an amazing interview that Sammy did with Sunny Dial, uh, talking all about the new queer alternative party, Bones. Um, we had a very, we had a deep and pretty personal talk about a lot of the anti-queer le- legislation going on in the world. Well, mainly in the US. Um, and then, of course, we also had our news for the week. So we had a lot of ups and downs in this episode, I think, but I'm happy to end it on a high note. Um, yeah, but if you want to listen to any of the music that we played on the show today, you can listen to our Spotify playlist, The Loud and Queer Mixtape 2022. And if you want to reach out to us about anything that we talked about on the show today, um, you can find us on our socials on Twitter and Instagram at SinLoud. That's at S-Y-N-Loud or Loud and Queer on Facebook. Yes, indeedy. Well, thank you all for, for listening. And to what the first time to have been live in a really long time. Yeah. And, and yeah, we'll be back next Sunday at 3. Um. You'll be listening to Liz most likely next week. Most um, likely. <laughs> You're stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be guest hosting another time in the, in the future. Yeah, but thanks again for coming on for this show, Marcy. Like, it's great to have you on. And again, like, I'm looking forward to seeing more pretty photos of you. Oh, thank you. And like, likewise, like the cosplay, that we've got a cosplay sometime. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's it for the show for now. Yeah. Um, any any last words before we end for the night? No, I'm, right now I don't think so. I'm just glad that we were able to get into the studios. Um, obviously we had our ups and downs with um, like like getting getting everything organised because we've got lots of buttons to press. Um, and then fire alarm going off in the middle of the show. That was that was fun. Um, yeah. but you know ups and downs is what live radio is all about. But yeah, thank you for tuning into the show. We will see you next week um but and now to send you all off um here is the shake-up by daniella featuring tajaka this podcast is brought to you by sin media